also in his little ladybugs. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Welcome to What is Red with your host, Michael Nagus. On tonight's show, Michael sits down and talks to Justin Knott. Justin also provides us with two songs. So, without further ado, here's your host. Hello, my brothers and my sisters. This is your host, Michael Negus. As you can assume, Happy New Year, first of all. It is no longer 2020. It is 2021. And we never want 2020 to come back ever again. So long, buddy. You're fired. Speaking of fired, guess what Wednesday is? No more dog. Woo! Yes, even though we all know that the election was 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 fixed, man. It's all it's everywhere. It's all it's all obvious. It's all obvious wherever you look. There's big, big trucks and who's like, where do those big trucks come from? Why are they here? They must have fake ballots in them or something. I'm like, and did you hear the North Korean bring in ballots into Maine? What? What? Stupid North Koreans. Why are they going to Maine? They had to go all the way around Canada to get to Maine. They had to go to the Arctic Ocean and you're getting cold. There's like polar bears up there that will eat you. It should have gone to Washington. But, you know, that's just me. I'm not a navigator. I'm not a navigator. There must have been something about Maine that that uh, spoke to uh, spoke to them. Spokane. That's where they should have gone to. Spokane, Washington. That's inland, though, so that, that would have been difficult. Well, they're not too worried about difficulty if they're going to Maine. I am... I need to get off the whole North Korean to Maine thing. That was that was too long. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm also mocking uh, everyone. Uh, and... Yeah, I just... So I'm not getting confused. What I really want to say is Happy Martin Luther King Day. A very important day about for a very special important man in our history. There's obviously many things wrong in our country nowadays, but the things that are right we have to thank him for. And this day shouldn't just be overlooked or forgotten. This is a day off from work. We have to like you have to like oh as as important as Easter or Halloween or Thanksgiving or um, Hanukkah are we need to remember that today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Okay, good. Uh, this is my little monologue here. It's gonna be a little bit short because I have a pretty lengthy interview with a real person. It's not some weird character that I made up. Uh, this guy is a real person. He has accomplishments. I have known him for a very long time. He's one of the smartest people I know. And I should just stop saying he and say his name. It's Justin Not Justin, J, J-R, whatever. I just call him my friend. And I will talk to him for about 15 minutes. And then he plays two songs for us. The second of which 
I accompanied him on the harmonica. <laughs> and then after that, uh, I'm going to have a little special thing to commemorate, commemorate, commemorate uh, Martin Luther King Jr. So yeah, thank you for joining me. And I love you all very, very much. Oh, and the word of the day is uh, um, brothers and sisters. Okay, bye. What is red? <laughs> you know what? I thought this show is long enough already. It's like it's already past 30 minutes. And I don't want to make it much longer. So we're just going to go straight to the interview of, my, of Justin. So, without any more bother, here is my interview with J.R. Not. Okay, hey there, guys. Um, I'm, I got my first uh, guest that is not me, and his name is J.R. Not. Does that stand for Janine? Janine? Uh, race, racist? Uh, no, no. I, I, no. Justin. Justin Robert Not. You're a musician of, sh of sorts. Of sorts. Okay. Well, this, uh, well before we get started, uh, happy uh, Martin Luther King Day. Do ah, yeah. you have anything to promote? I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do have something to promote. Um, over the summer, over the, the break, out with our first album, our band Dr. Emeritus. It's called Terrible News. Uh, it can be found on Spotify and Apple, and we even got nice physical copies for sale. If anyone, you have a solo album. That's too. also coming out. Yeah, it's are not you, quite out yet. But are you using my my art still? I'm planning on it. I have to see if uh, um, I can get it fit to the templates right without distorting the image too much. If I can't, I'll have to figure something out. But I'm gonna try. All right, I'm I'm like totally honored. I'm so happy you're using that. Uh, just, just, people. just two angels in the desert. Yeah, just people. All uh, right, you gotta you, you be honest. Yeah, man. say that was a different time. So this this is all I, like I don't know how how to interview people. I'm like, but this is supposed to be like a comedic show anyway. Right. And I'm just gonna like, fuck it, let it go. Uh, talk whatever we want to talk about. And also, the worst thing you can say is right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. If you, you want to say, go ahead. <laughs> so, I've had to like tiptoe around this this entire time. But as a rock musician, I can just be like, yeah, fuck the guy, and and so that's really nice, you know. I mean, I can I can kind of let let loose when I need to. Why not, man? That's what this is for. But yeah, so we're we're living next to insurrectionists now. We've got uh, some people that moved in next door. About three days ago, they uh, installed a a, a, uh, a flagpole like a <laughs> their driveway. Uh, there's there's two flags, and the one is an upside down American flag because you know these people love this country. And then the second one is a is a is a is an American flag with the Second Amendment scrawled across it. And um, that's that's. Wrong too. That's wrong too. Yeah, that's yeah. You're not supposed to have that. These are the people complaining about fucking NFL players kneeling and disrespecting the flag. And no. now they're now they're actually doing it. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, when I, you know, I don't want to judge. <laughs> judge. I, yeah. 
when I saw the neighbors for the first time, I, I kind of was like, oh boy, here we go. But, you know, I wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I said I didn't want to make any assumptions. But then the first American flag came up. I think that probably that was the case. National pride, man. It's, yeah. It's, it is um, we're an like American the, national pride. We're like the worst country to, to do that. It's, it's the type of nationalism that fits right alongside it's right at home at, at a football game. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's, yeah. it's that, you know, cheering the home team in the most boorish and, uh, you know, beer-addled. Even though you have a Chippewa Hills sweater uh, blanket behind you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the Warriors. That was our that was our high school mascot. Mm -hmm. Chippewa Hills Warriors. Sure and, yeah, the, the, the image is about what you expect it to be. I, there's no, I a like lot. I, don't, I think it's a good logo. It's the same logo I mean, as the Redskins logo, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. Oh, the Warriors. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. So a little. My cousin in California graduated from West Torrance. Colors were brown and gold. And they were the Warriors. Brown and gold. Sorry. Seems ugly. Okay, that's a little better. Uh, I thought the goal helped it. <laughs> I mean, oh, those are two very similar shades. This one, right? I mean, it's like, this one teams it's like don't want. Like, this one teams want to seem like a little more sophisticated when they're like, "Oh, it's not yellow. It's gold. It's gold." Or maize. It's it's. <laughs> yes. Or corn. It's, it's blue and maize. Corn. Yeah. I think your podcast is going swimmingly so far. I think so too. <laughs> yeah. This is exactly what I wanted, wanted to happen. <laughs> Look at oh. that. We're eight and a half, uh, almost eight and a half minutes in. Good lord. And, uh, we haven't even talked about anything yet. And I've got my my uh, Coors Banquet, my Coors Original Banquet from Golden, Colorado. Golden? Uh, yeah. Are you sure it's not yellow? Uh, it's, it's, it does say golden on the can. Uh, well, so, mine says uh, <laughs> mine says Christine. <laughs> the Michael Nega show brought to you by Coors and um, Christine. Thank you for that. Not anybody by showing one. What is red? Hey, this is how you get sponsors. For a long time, I for a long time I was Michael Nega show with Michael Negus, and this isn't the reason I changed it, but I was starting to get overtired of it. I've had it for like. Since but also, fucking Joe McHale has a show on on Netflix called the Joe the Joe McHale show. The Joe McHale. Like, can we just say fuck Joe McHale? Like, screw that guy. Like, I hope he hears this. No. Well, what if What if Joe <laughs> McHale is like, like here is listening to this up to this point? He's like, dude, I want I want this kid on my show. Well, uh, and then he's gonna hear really now he's gonna hear this. You're gonna be like, no, there's no way. No way in hell. <laughs> no way in hell. In so, McHale. So we're just gonna say this right now. Joe McHale, we don't mean this. We have the utmost respect for you. And my friend Justin actually has your has a shirt on that says I love Joe McHale. That's true. That's true. We've discussed this. It actually before. um says I heart. And it's actually a club, but it's our club. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> you know, like a club. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I want to open up a club in New York and people show up. It's just like a big wooden mallet. Yeah, I think that would go over well Born in New club, York man. because, uh, you know, there's a lot of like, hey, have you checked out that new club? It's super exclusive. Dude, you know, yeah, it people is would love it. People would love it. Yeah. The club. The club. We're we going to the club. Okay, do you know, uh... $100 to get in. Not at and first. By get in, I mean, be socked in the face of the club. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you got to pay $100 to me to let me hit you in the head with this. <laughs> yeah. I'm the founder and owner of this club. God, people would do that. Yeah. People would actually be, okay. Yeah. I don't think enough would do that for me to, like, get a profit. But what profit? What, like, what money do you I have don't to know, put? man. How much is a club? You know, it seems like just a couple people you'd have. It, it I just need to go out to the woods and, like, get a big yeah. log. Yeah. Just like, yeah, just cut yeah. out. I have, and there's people here who like to carve. And right. I have them carve the club into the club. Hey, Jake, have you ever carved a club? No. Jake's never carved a club. Well, Jake's out. Jake's out. Oh, uh, that's Jake. He's the the singer of of our band, Doctor Emeritus, uh, whose album came out in June called Terrible News. Find What's it you? now on Spotify. Brought <laughs> to you by Coors Banquet from Golden, Colorado. <laughs> What's your middle name, Jake? Norman, actually. Oh, it's J N. Not. Who's that? That was. Uh, let me see. Um. Oh, Jamon. Oh, <laughs> well, oh, is that the, what your Coke bottle's named after? No, my Coke is Christine. Oh, okay. Are we done talking? <laughs> we're not done talking, we can, we're just talking. Yeah, so right. So you talk. Yeah. Um, okay. we gotta, yeah, we got we have, what, 30 minutes? How long is your show? Um, 30 minutes. About 30 minutes? Well, we're almost halfway there. Mm-hmm. But we should probably go beyond that. Yeah, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, Squish this into 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Or whatever I feel like, man. It's my goddamn show. <laughs> it is. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Who's your favorite Renfield? That's a Tom Waits. question. Yeah, that was... uh, I, I love Keanu's accent. Hello. I am English. <laughs> oh. Is there surfing here? Yep. They have, they have palm trees. Palm trees and say about St. Ives. No, I don't. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> oh, why would you? Why would you lie on your own show, Michael Negus? Because, I again, it's my is my show. I can do whatever I want to. This is uh. We're actually filming this. Filming this. Um, recording. shooting, recording. There you go. Recording this um in um, South Carolina, Charleston, and we are in a little bungalow. That yeah. is owned by this little fat man named George. And, uh, Lindsey Graham is here. Oh my god, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> uh, I don't give a shit. That's very good. That's good. That's good, Lindsey Graham. It's good to have Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh... As Negus' oh, lawyer, so, I have oh. to say... Uh, I'm, 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 I'm an effeminate uh, uh, southern, southern belle 
Is that derogatory? Is that a new derogatory thing I didn't know about? I don't think you can call Lindsey Graham that. He's totally, <laughs> he's totally a Southern Belle. He's a, he's a Southern Belle in a man's body. And swears um, a lot. You've heard the... the uh, His name's Lindsey for fuck's sake. You've heard... You've heard the Lady G rumors, right? What? Oh, yeah. I won't address them here because it's your show. Do it. But, uh, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the, the this... premise of the story is that, like, um, basically, he calls them his little ladybugs. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> that's... <laughs> The story. <laughs> uh, 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 no, I'm taking. No, allegedly. Yeah, the show's just getting good. I, I don't. For, I don't no. want people like dry heaving while listening to the show. We're not really having a plan for the show. I'd say it's going pretty well <laughs> so far. <laughs> I changed the name of the show to allegedly. But wait, you were going to say something. Say it. Uh, I was going to say the... Gosh um, darn it. What are you doing? <laughs> Smashing my shit. You don't play this anymore. I was playing it all day today. Pretty good. Yeah. That's very nice. Do it one-handed. Just like Jimmy Hendrix. That's a, a mighty fine E minor 11 you're playing. Okay. That's my favorite. No. Is it? Cat likes it. I don't need you as a music with guessing more, it's just be me. It's beautiful. And I was thinking, like, I wish I was like an old, <laughs> like an old, old Polish man living in San Francisco. I just have like, and I, and I just live alone. I'm like a total like recluse. And that seems cool to me. Like, I just have like, like a bushel of books. And uh, oh. I was listening to like Dave Brubeck or something. I, I I agree with the this part of the show, uh, Act Two, <laughs> brought to you by uh, Coors Banquet. It's, it's not true. This is not brought to you by any beers. Uh, Coors. Um, if it's gonna be taste brought, the banquet. If it's gonna be brought to you by any beers, it's gonna be uh, Glutenberg. <laughs> Steve Glutenberg. Yes. I often wish I was, like, back in the 60s. But then I was like, well, if it was the 60s, I'd probably be drafted in the war. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I think that... So I wish I was an older man in the 60s. It's... And Polish. <sighs> yeah. Anna, <laughs> uh, Anna. A... Yeah, that's really good. I guess on a serious note. Real serious note. I really do think that where we're at as a society is, is all right now. I will say disclaimer: I am a I am a white American man in my early thirties. Uh, I, I just I understand that when I say, "Hey, things aren't so bad," I I get maybe I'm coming at that from a very particular perspective, and I I, I acknowledge that. I really do think, though, that by and large, as a society, that there are the majority of us who 
think a particular way and think in a progressive, positive way and want to see real change and generally agree on what that change is that we want to see. And, and there's more and more and more of us. We can communicate much easier um, than ever. And so the pieces are there. The thought processes are there. The numbers are there. We just need to now take over the reins of, of power to make it happen, and it and it is happening. Um, you know, we've got people like AOC and the squad, and um, Biden's cabinet is, is incredibly diverse. Congress is becoming more and more diverse, younger, more educated. It's it's going in the right directions. It's going in the right directions. I think we're finally getting to the point where we're starting to see the kind of society that we want to see, but then that's also why things are so terrible right now, is that because this change is actually happening, we're actually in the midst of the transition. The old way is in its death throes, and it's doing everything it can to hang on to what it's got. But it, it can't. It's fighting against a force that it just cannot stand up against, but it's trying, and it's trying hard. And um, we just got to get past this hump. And I really think that some real change can be, can be implemented. And now that change is going to happen now. Or soon. Well, the political incentives are there now. That's the, that's the, uh, the real big issue. I mean, before, and Democrats were just, they were actually the more guilty party because the Republicans never even pretended um, that they even wanted these things or that they were beneficial. They never agreed that they were, that we needed the kinds of progressive changes um, that the left was pushing for. The right was never going to push for those changes. They would never accept them as legitimate. But then, so the only people who were actually ever in a position to do anything about it were Democrats. Democrats just consistently, starting with Bill Clinton and through Obama and Hillary Clinton, held a line that there's political realities that we just can't do these things. We can't make these kinds of changes. It's not economically feasible. Uh, it, you haven't thought it through enough as to what it's going to do. You know, and it was just treating, basically treating the voter progressive base and what a lot of Americans in general just want as children for thinking big thoughts about handouts and, you know, wouldn't it be nice isms. Uh, I think the Democrats always somewhat knew that that wasn't true. They mm -hmm. just pushed it because that was the, the, the Wall Street establishment line of the party and what they fundamentally believed. Um, even though they knew that maybe it was possible, they never believed that it was something that they should do. Or right, that would be nice. Yeah, and, uh, and now with the pandemic, with the Trump disasters... Economically, the, law, the, the, the loss of life, the, the rhetoric of, of political realities just doesn't exist anymore. It, it, it no longer, it was always a thin argument, mm. but they never really had to reckon with the reality of it. It was never seriously challenged. Well, now it's been seriously challenged, and it can't stand on its own. It doesn't stand on its own. And so now Biden is actually, he's talked about uh, the um, executive orders that he's going to push through on his first 10 days of office. 
These are all major, major changes towards policies that progressives have been arguing for for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something they always could have done. It was something they always should have done, but they never had to. But they never had to. Right. So they, so they did. Now they have to. So it's bittersweet. It's it's nice that these changes are finally being seen, but it is also you know we we basically had to drag the Democratic Party kicking and screaming over the line to make it happen, and and the only reason it's happening is because of the sheer necessity for it to to, to have to happen. And if the Democrats had just embraced what they were in the '60s and '70s, a party of real social change, then maybe could have avoided the worst of Trumpism. Mm-hmm. But they they haven't offered that since Jimmy Carter. Well, my friend Justin. Yes. Come to that point where I need to pee. And when I get back, will you play some beautiful music for her? I will. For us. I will us also. Will, uh, the world we take. Urination commencing. Urination complete. Ding! No, there he is. What? What? Huh? Wait, I already played this one for you once, didn't I? Maybe. Tell me what it takes to make you sing A little blue pill Tell me what it takes to make you feel fine A melancholy hat and a bottle of wine Well I can't know what I can know The sun will burn and the river will flow What goes up to come down and I've become the greatest man in town Takes to make you sing a little blue pill and a black swing. How about you doing just fine? Don't worry about me, I'm good in time. Ring JR Not live in concert, live in studio, whatever. You want me to do one more? Uh, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Let you and me do it. All right, let me uh, get all my boys here. What are you in? F. You? 
show folks thank you for listening if you did I'd like to thank Justin for his words and his music I'm going to get out of here but I'm going to leave you with the uh, I Have a Dream speech by Martin Luther King Jr. the entire speech so enjoy that guys now be well be healthy be merry and peace and love, my brothers and sisters.
this time I have the honor to present to you the moral leader of our nation. I have the pleasure to present to you Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.
when will you be satisfied? We can never be satisfied as long as the Negro is the victim of the unspeakable horrors of police brutality. We can never be satisfied. As long as our body is heavy with the fatigue of travel, cannot gain lodging in the motels of the highways and the hotels of the We cannot be satisfied as long as the Negro's basic mobility is from a smaller ghetto to a larger one. We can never be satisfied as long as our children are stripped of their selfhood and robbed of their dignity by signs stating for whites only. We cannot be satisfied as long as the Negro in Mississippi cannot vote, and a Negro in New York believes he has nothing for which to vote. No, no, we are not satisfied, and we will not be satisfied until justice rolls down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. This is 
Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream. My poor little children one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day, down in Alabama, with its vicious races, with its governor, having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification. One day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low, the rough places will be made plain, and the crooked places will be made straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is a faith that I go back to the South with. With this faith, we will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day. This will be the day when all of God's children be able to with new meaning, my country tears of Sweet land of liberty of me, I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrims' pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. So let freedom ring. From the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire, let freedom ring. From the mighty mountains of New York, let freedom ring from the heightening alligators of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the crevaceous slopes of California. But not only that, 